Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. The Ways of Brother Lawrence continued. Another characteristic of Brother Lawrence was an extraordinary steadfastness that in another walk of life might be called boldness. It revealed a great soul that rose above the fear and hope of everything but God. He admired nothing, nothing surprised him, and he feared nothing. His stability of soul came from the same source as all the other virtues. The exalted idea he conceived of God represented God to him as a sovereign judge, an infinite good, as he really is. Relying on these virtues, he was convinced God would not deceive him and would bring about only what was his good, since he, for his part, was resolved never to displease God and to do and to suffer everything for his love. I asked him one day who his spiritual director was. He told me he had none and did not think he needed one, since the rule and his religious obligations made clear what his duties were, and the gospel obliged him to love God with all his heart. Once he realized this, a director seemed unnecessary to him but he greatly needed a confessor to absolve his sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, mirror of the divine life, pattern of humility, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In tonight's reading, there are two things, one of which we should definitely try to imitate Brother Lawrence in, and the other, we should admire, but not necessarily imitate. What we should absolutely imitate is his extraordinary steadfastness, this greatness of soul. His biographer calls it a great soul. In the tradition, this is called magnanimity. This is the virtue of St. Joseph. This is the virtue of our Lord himself, that many of the Greek thinkers, especially Aristotle, wrote a lot about. But they didn't quite understand fully the extent of this great virtue of magnanimity. See, the magnanimous man wants to do great things. The magnanimous man or woman considers his own strength. Now, that sounds like pride, doesn't it? But for the Christian, we have to understand our strength as including God's gifts to us. 
See, when we do great things for God, when we try to do great things for God, when we fear nothing, when we're not surprised by anything, it's because we know that there are gifts that we have that come from God. Brother Lawrence said his great soul hoped of everything. It hoped for everything, but it hoped for everything through God. The magnanimous person will seek to do great things, not from presumption on his own strength, not from a presumption of the ease of these things. No, but because God is all-powerful and God is all-good. When St. Philip Neri was building a new church, they were about to draw the line where the church's boundary would be. And St. Philip told them, don't dig till I have come to see you and finish my Mass. And they waited, and they waited, and he came after Mass, and he told them, no, draw it farther. And they went farther. He said, no, draw it farther. And they went and drew it farther. And they said, how are you going to pay for this huge church? He said, go farther. And then he said, dig there. And when they dug, they found an ancient retaining wall, ended up serving for one whole side of the church. But St. Philip said, my trust and confidence in God is so great that I would build an even bigger church because of what God can do. Now, that kind of trust and confidence in God makes a person able to decide and to want to do great things. Again, this is not arrogance. This is not presuming on one's own strength. This is relying on God. God will not deceive us. God will bring about what's good. Our task is to try not to displease him, to try to find out what his will is, and then to be bold, a holy boldness. Now that we can imitate him in, and that we have to pray for, because the opposite is called small-souledness, pusillanimity. That's the vice by which we do not go after the great things that we could go after. Why don't we? Well, we think we can't not able to do it. We think we don't have the power. We've always done it this way. No, no, I can't change. But what if God's asking us to? What if God's inviting us to change, to think? In any ways, our strength is not in ourselves. Through him, St. Paul says, I can scale any wall. So let's lift up our hearts, soar some corridor on this All Saints Day to the saints who truly did great things for God. Or rather, God did great things through them. We should not limit God's power. We should not limit what he can do through us if he wants to. Now, that's where we should imitate him. Now, what about all this stuff about spiritual directors? How does what Brother Lawrence says square with St. Francis de Sales, who strongly encourages a spiritual director? Well, it squares in this way. St. Francis de Sales said that a spiritual director should be one in a thousand. He was not a, a, just an easy thing to find. And possibly one answer is that Brother Lawrence didn't find anyone who could be a spiritual director. That's one way to go about it. But I don't think that's the real answer. 
The real answer is that God led Brother Lawrence by the simple path and so quickly advanced him and so much filled him with light that the good that a spiritual director could do was not really needed for him. But as we've seen throughout this book, the advanced state that Brother Lawrence reached should not discourage us, nor should it make us think we have to copy him here and now. There are some people who don't need doctors. They just have great health. There are some people who don't need dentists. Their teeth, they take care of their teeth on their own. But just because there are people like that doesn't mean that everyone is like that. And it doesn't mean that all of us are like that at every moment of our life. There are people who don't need doctors until they get old. And then they need them in a huge way. And so, once again, the main thing before us is to do what we are called to do. Not to try to be something we're not. Not to try to pretend we're something we're not. Not to imitate a saint in an external way. God is calling each one of us to be saints. And there are no carbon copy saints. Because my unique situation, your unique situation, calls forth a unique imitation of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.